Welcome to How to Mama Without Drama. I'm your host, Nellie Westby, and today is titled School Shootings and What We Can Do to Intervene as Parents. School shootings is a topic continually discussed and something every parent worries about sending their child to school each day. While it's nearly impossible to pinpoint why violence in schools is increasing, law enforcement does believe the primary reason is diminished coping skills with our youth. A police officer by the name of Mike Klemper, who specializes in active shooter training, stated, Our children isolate inside and don't have problem-solving skills. They isolate in many ways, whether it's glued to technology or perhaps the parents are stuck to a screen and they don't teach their children how to cope or to deal with conflict resolution. So when they become angry, they lash out in violent ways. I'm also going to add that depression is one of the largest contributing factors as depression is often the first symptom of isolation. I'm not saying that all shooters have suffered from depression or paranoia, but we certainly know that they are the greatest risk factor. Are you aware that nearly 75% of school shooters were bullied or harassed at school? So the isolation students feel doesn't just come from video games and technology, it also comes from peers. What I would like you to do as parents is to be proactive. Remember, I go into schools to do a lot of training, so I see all types of setups. And from owning my own school as well, I know what was expected of us. New Jersey was very different as far as the requirements as it is in South Carolina. But regardless, as parents, you need to be proactive with following through to ensure your child is in a safe environment. So where can you start? The first place is, is when you go to enroll your child, not just in a school, but also in an after-school program, you need to ask them, what is the teacher-to-child ratio? So what that means is, How many staff members are there to children? So for example, I went in to do a training at a aftercare program where they told me the teacher-child ratio was one teacher to 10 children, but yet when I went time and time again, it was one to 20 on average. This is very dangerous. One teacher can't possibly keep 20 children safe at all times, and I saw the children wandering on their own. They would say, oh, I'm going to go to my backpack. I'll be right back. And of course, the teacher, again, has 20 students, right? She can't possibly keep her eyes on everybody. So this is very unsafe. I'm not trying to say this to be disrespectful, but don't take their word for it. Please make sure that you pop in at unexpected times. Check in on your child's program, not being overbearing with the staff, but just check in to make sure you're monitoring what is happening, what is taking place, that they are in a safe scenario. Is my child being monitored when using the bathroom? Again, this happens often. And I was recently at a YMCA. And again, there's YMCAs with amazing programs. In New Jersey, it was excellent. Um, But I was in a YMCA where the children go to the bathroom by themselves. Like the staff walks them to the hallway, but then lets the children all go in in a group together. And these are kids have been in there for 10, 15 minutes you don't know what is happening in those bathrooms. There are members who are using those bathrooms alongside of your child. That is totally unacceptable and completely unsafe. Again, not only ask the question, but make sure you pop in to check to see what the regulations are. Does the staff have background checks completed and fingerprint checks completed before they're working with my child? This is crucial. As you know, there are many people who unfortunately have a history of criminal activity and can get in working with your children. So please make sure that this is a bare basic that the staff has completed and not waiting for the results. Make sure that everything is in completed before they are working with your children. 
Are the doors in your school or aftercare program in lockdown once the children are in the building? This is something that shocks me to this day. There are many places that I walk into for trainings that the doors are left completely unlocked. So you have full access to walk in and not only, you know, again, be a shooter, but to kidnap a child, anything can happen, right? You don't want access to your children. The last question that is crucial to ask is, does anybody else have extra copies of keys and access to the building aside from staff? This is another one that you don't think to ask. When we rented our first school, we rented from a church building and many, many people from past years who were in leadership still had keys to the building. So there would be times that we're in there and we have, you know, in full session with the children and all of a sudden a stranger would walk in. And it's very unnerving because you just want to, again, ensure the safety of children. Thank goodness these people were all good people. But again, there are situations where they're not. So you need to ask a lot of questions before finalizing and enrolling your child in a program. And most of all, always go with your gut instincts. You know, God gives us that inside as mothers. And so we have to follow our instinct of what is best for our child. Please be proactive, protective, and making sure that we're guarding our children and and trusting them in God's hands. Until next time. Um.